Hi, welcome to Navigating the VUCA World. We are on the Global Cafe today with Tom Henriksen. Welcome, Tom. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. We are delighted to have you here. Uh, and today our uh, Global Cafe is yet again sponsored by Perspectives of Change. And I am delighted to say, given that we are talking to Tom Henriksen, and we will get into soon talking about the Agile Online Summit, Perspectives of Change is also a media sponsor for the Agile Online Summit, and we are delighted to have that opportunity. So, well, thank you for being a sponsor. Thank you for giving us the opportunity. So with that, I'm just going to uh, grab uh, a quick introduction of you, Tom. Uh, I might not do a lot of justice to it. Uh, we've just gotten to know each other, but uh, I'm sure you will add more value and I will give you the opportunity to introduce yourself. So um, my understanding of uh, Tom and a quick introduction from my side for Tom, uh, he's been an experienced and talented software developer, scrum master, manager, worked pretty globally. As I know him, he's still into a lot of tech talks, uh, does a lot of tech uh, work, but has also now transformed himself over a period of time, working globally, online, offline, and you do a lot of uh, amazing work as I see uh, on the Agile Online Summit, which is a creation, and we'll get into why that came into being, etc. and you'll give us the intent of that. Uh, but you are doing some amazing work in bringing the Agile Online Summit into life. And uh, I'll pause with that, allow you to introduce yourself, and then we'll take it forward from there. Sure, sure. Yeah, so I've been through a kind of a technology journey, as you mentioned, uh, started off in the software development world and then been a, a manager and a scrum master and uh, learned a lot and really kind of developed a passion for the agile space. And so that was one thing that I really enjoyed and, and connected with people and always enjoy connecting with new people because one of the things that I'm sure you probably noticed this too, the people in this community are always willing to give and share and, and kind of mentor you or share maybe their lessons learned too. So that was one of the things why, you know, I've really enjoyed and developed a passion for this space. True. And I think this uh, whole concept of agile online summit that you've brought into being, uh, it's an amazing online conference. I'm not sure if I should use the word conference, but let me first allow you to introduce what the agile online summit talks about. I do know it, but I think it'll be better for the speakers to hear directly from you if you could introduce that to us. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So the Agile Online Summit really started with me wanting to bring and seeing people. So for instance, um, if you're familiar with the large Agile 2019 conference that just happened here in the United States in Washington, D.C. recently, um, I've been watching that through the years, that conference and some of the other big conferences and thinking, wow, you know, that's, that's neat. I'd be great to go, um, but I didn't have the time or the resources to go oh, a couple years ago when I started the Agile Online Summit. And it's one of these things where there's great speakers there, but I'd like to bring them to a wider audience. And then two, maybe bring up some, some people from different areas as well. So for instance, um, I've worked a lot with the uh, Women in Agile movement. So last year we had spotlighted a few um, up and coming speakers and brought them on. So it's, it's an opportunity to get some of these um, keynote speakers 
to talk to a wider audience. So this year, our goal is to have 3,000 people register for the Agile Online Summit and have, you know, these great speakers and share with people all over the world. You know, we've had people um, in India, we've had people in Europe, we've had people from South uh, Africa speak and Australia, um, and then of course in the United States and North America. Um, so it's been, it's been a global audience and it's been great to see it grow. Um, I appreciate, you know, the sponsorship and the support from people like yourself and, and many other of these meetups and communities. Um, it's, but for myself, it's just been something I've enjoyed and learned a lot. And I think a lot of other people have learned um, too. So, um, you know, we're really looking forward to broadening this year. We, we do some pre-recorded content, but then we're also looking at having some conversations like this during the week of the summit. We're going to look at two. Um, we have a sponsor, leancoffeetable.com, that's going to sponsor some, some lean coffees that we're going to use their software along with Zoom. Um, so looking at expanding it and really making it that conference where, you know, you can kind of have those conversations with people and really make it interactive. True. Uh, very well said, actually, um, in terms of, you know, people not having them to visit a physical conference because of whatever constraints they might have. Uh, so my question there to you would be, uh, how many of such people would have even approached you directly, you know, and what's what's been your experience or feedback hearing what challenges people have faced and how are they, um, you know, are they receptive to how, uh, what Agile Online Summit is able to bring as value to them or, or is that also a challenge a lot of times because time zones could be a major challenge and do you maybe run this across different time zones? I don't know. I have multiple questions there, but I'm sure you see the point. Yeah. So one of the things, like you mentioned, time zone is a simple thing, but it's, it's a big challenge. So I try to, um, I think it was last year, I had somebody suggest this to create a simple Google calendar and share it with people. So we've done that. That helps because, um, you know, everybody looks at it and sees a time zone. I try to mark that everywhere, um, but we put everything in the Eastern time zone um, for the U.S., um, but that's one of the things that it's a, it's a hurdle and it's, it's something you think as a, a conference organizer is, is a bit of a challenge, um, but it's, it's something we can, you know, get feedback when we've tried things. So we'll be doing that again this year. Um, but, but yeah, it's been good to get the feedback from people and really have people um, come and ask me. So for instance, you, you, you bring up a good point. So talking about the people who want to be on the summit. So the first year, of course, it was unheard of. I was just starting it. I had some a group of friends kind of help out and kind of get things rolling. And that was one of the things I had to, you know, reach out to this group of people who were helping make connections for me and, and bring people on the summit. Um, but then now this is the third year. So we actually had a call for speakers out earlier this year and had lots of people uh, submit proposals. And then, so it's been one of these things I've seen it grow and it's good to, to see people who come and speak about different, a wide array of things. I guess that was one of the things I know I was watching something, or listen, actually listening to a podcast about somebody was talking about um, something from the Agile, the large Agile Summit, and, uh, or excuse me, the large gathering, uh, the Agile 2019, and there was a talk about um, something, and I thought, oh, that's an interesting topic. And lo and behold, somebody submitted a topic about it. And so it's interesting to see how, you know, the community is being reflected with these different topics, even on the Agile Online Summit. So it's been great to see different people and, um, you know, kind of reach out. Um, we tried the thing, as you mentioned, um, Perspectives of Change is a, a media sponsor, a media supporter. So I've been trying that this year, and, and that's been really helpful to get new voices 
to bring and, and come on to the, the summit. So it's been great to, to look for new ways and, and really engage a wider audience. Nice. Um, if, if I may just bring this point up then, you know, for our viewers also to know. So, of course, the name says clearly it's an agile online summit. Now, agile is pretty vast. So what kind of topics do you really cover through this? Do you bring in the whole technology agile world plus the rest of it? Or is it focused on a particular niche, uh, you know, area within the agile space itself? Yeah, that, that's a good question. So what we tried to do this year, we tried to have some themes. So we did the call for speakers and we had four different themes um, that kind of we used to put that out. And one of the major themes are like agile and the enterprise. So that's a big one. And then two, coaching. There's a, there's a few talks on coaching, like becoming a coach um, and talking about like, uh, um, I think I mentioned before, Jeff Watts, who wrote the coach's casebook is going to be on. He's going to talk a little bit about agile coaching struggles. So that's one of the things. Um, and I've had a couple people on that topic. Uh, another gentleman, Isaac Garcia, he runs a uh, coaching agile journeys and they do uh, monthly, I suppose you'd say webinars or, or uh, interactions, meetups online where they bring people in. And he brought this topic up, but he was talking about being an agile coach, but he said, you know, he's kind of where he's at from a, a location perspective. He's in what, what he called an agile desert. So I thought that was a, an interesting term, you know, because depending on where you are in the world or, or even if you're in a community where maybe there is a group, but you, you maybe, maybe it doesn't meet at the right time for you or something like that. So I thought that's really interesting to talk about how we all need to find our, our coaching or a group to kind of walk along with us um, because, um, and this is something that Jeff Watts actually spoke of. He's because he was kind of paralleling agile coaching with like being a psychotherapist. And if you're a psychotherapist in the medical area, even I think it's probably with all medicine, it's more broad than that, but you have a supervising physician or someone supervising you. And he brought up, you know, is if we're going to be an agile coach, we should really have a supervising coach, someone to, to, you know, make sure and, and kind of, kind of hold up a mirror, you know, cause really that's what coaching is holding a mirror up to ourselves or to what we're doing. If we're an agile coach to see, you know, maybe our practices need to, to change, or maybe we're missing something. Um, I, I know that from myself, you know, we, we look at things through our own perspective, but sometimes, you know, if you have a good friend or someone that can help you see, you know, Hey Tom, you really miss this here. Um, how important that coaching or that other perspective is. So I think that's one of the, one of the key things is, as we see people kind of journey through coaching and then their challenges too. So um, just another thing we do do with the, along with the summit. So the summit is one week, it's October 7th through the 11th, but we also have a, a coaching um, package where people will have six weeks of coaching where we'll have interactive calls like this, where we'll bring on a, one of the speakers from the summit and have them answer some of their questions. So if you're, maybe you're a coach or maybe you're a scrum master, or maybe you're a technical person, but you want, you know, to affect change on your team, that's some of the things we discuss and kind of get feedback as part of the, you know, the summit and kind of extending that into more of an interactive mode. That's interesting. That's, that's more like real time change that people can bring to the conversation itself or, you know, this is my change that I'm stuck with and how can you as a coach or a supervising coach or um, something of the sort uh, help us in changing. So, so that's something that I could also sign up with from this uh, to the Agile's online summit, right? 
yeah, that's something you can um, sign up with and, and be involved in that. And it's really, it's been good for me. So just kind of, as I kind of facilitate a lot of these calls, I always learn something myself. It's always interesting to see the, the questions and, and the struggles people have. You know, maybe sometimes I might have a similar struggle, um, but it's great to, you know, have the, the speakers come on and, and, and get their perspective and see where, you know, where they have seen things and maybe where um, they have some, some good, insightful questions, really. Right. Oh, that's very interesting. So um, I think um, an add-on question that I would uh, put out there for you is, when people jump onto this journey on the Agile Online Summit, so they're really coming to an online conference. Now, of course, you're building this online community together with them, so that's really cool. Uh, how do you, as the Agile Online Summit, then ensure that you know it's not just these people, but the other people also that they can probably bring along to the next year's journey? And as I understood from one of our offline conversations, that you know the community is really growing, and it's been three good years now. So how are you ensuring that it's only going to continuously grow? Are you adding newer snippets of value every year or what new, new spark are you bringing to the summit? So one thing, and this is you know, just a simple thing we did this year is we've added a Slack channel to help the uh, interaction. So we've been using a, a vendor to kind of help with the, uh, the website um, and they had some comment features, but I think more people are, are familiar with Slack. That's kind of becoming a, almost a universal, like it's almost like email in the sense that, um, you know, we have so many Slack communities out there. I know I'm a member of a few. Um, so that's one of the things, like I mentioned, we're going to do some interactive, ask me anything, uh, webinars or, or kind of meetups like this. And then we're going to add the lean coffees as well. So, so those are two things, but it's always, you know, looking for different avenues to, to build that interaction. And then two, to get feedback. Some of the things I've gotten from feedback, you know, usually um, I think every year I put out a survey um, for people and, and just, you know, feedback from them. Hey, you know, what did you enjoy? What, you know, what, what did we miss? You know, maybe like you, you talked about, you know, you'd asked about the themes and, and what we've, you know, specialized in. And that's one of the things too. It's interesting to see, you know, sometimes we'll get people will ask about certain things that it's like, oh yeah, we should, we should do that. Or, or um, you know, understand to where maybe we've tried something. Maybe we've had a speaker on, and that's something too. I'm always looking at. Okay, so I have certain speakers on. Um, you know, how 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 what is the the viewership on these? You know, how many people are watching? You know, because then I can kind of tell. Okay, this topic is resonating, or you know, f maybe this this topic is not. Um, and that's something that I try to look at. And then also too, I've tried to do a better job of um, helping the speakers prepare. So that's something, you know, I always try myself to, to improve. Um, I, I don't know, a few years ago, I read, I don't know if you've read the book, uh, Check, Checklist Manifesto by Atul Gawande. He's yeah. actually, I think he's a, like a surgeon and he goes through this surgeon's checklist. And, and I thought, you know, and I've worked with some other people that, you know, really do this type of thing too, but to develop a checklist of what I can do to help people. So for instance, I had somebody um, do an interview on the summit. This is a while ago. Um, and they, they didn't realize it was video and they had, you know, like a background that was um, kind of crazy and, and it, it, it was um, kind of a chaotic place. I think they had, you know, kids popping in and stuff like that. So I, I tried to, you know, I thought, you know, for myself, I think, okay, that's, that's something I need to help them prepare. I need to help them think about, 
you know, because it's not their fault. They thought it was going to be an audio. Um, they assumed something. I can't assume that. I got to, you know, let them know and say, okay, it's going to be on video. Um, make sure, for instance, like, you know, like we're talking now on Zoom. You, you want to let them know, okay, it's going to be Zoom. It's going to be something too. You're going to want to, you know, for instance, I have two other kids that are at home now. And I told them before I did this, I said, hey, you know, I'm going to do this call, you know, no streaming. You know, don't be looking at Netflix or Amazon Prime now. So, so things like that. How can you prepare the speakers so it's a good experience for them and for you because, you know, you kind of develop that checklist. So those are some of the things that I've been trying to do to help do a better job. Same thing with, so the first year I let kind of things go time-wise, but I've tried to kind of condense it down to about a 20-minute time box. I try to do, because, you know, and it kind of goes with TED Talks. You know, a lot of us will watch TED Talks. Those are usually like, I think 17 minutes, some of them go over 20, but most of the time they're like 15 to 17 minutes. So I try to time box our talks from the standpoint too, because that's something I can look and you can look and see, oh, people are tuning out after a certain point. Um, and then to some of the longer ones that, you know, people you could tell weren't watching as much. So it's like, okay, we got to, got to get to the point and, and really help people, you know, get the good stuff out and then, you know, share it with them. So bring them value and then, and let that, let it go. Right. Interesting. You brought the point on the 15 or the 18 minutes of TED Talks. And if you remember, we were discussing, so the conference that we are doing, the Sparking Business Agility Conference in Bangalore next week, I think. Oh my God, it's already there. And uh, <laughs> uh, so we've, we've kept these out of the possible stories, right? And we've time boxed them to a max of 18 minutes. So what we request the speakers again is why don't you prep for 15 and then give it 18? Because of course we understand the passion flows through the talk, through the stories, and it's difficult to stop. But like you rightly said, the attention span of the people also listening in, uh, people start to tune in and tune out. And I think the first five or 10 minutes is when you're able to capture attention. And after that, you just might lose it. So uh, I think that's uh, really important, especially uh, you know, when you are on an online summit. So yeah, you really never know uh, uh, how long an attention span you're getting. So yeah, totally aligned with that. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think you were also on a podcast uh, with the Lisette Sutherland collaboration superpowers, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, we, we did a podcast with her to promote the summit as well. Um, she is, she was actually a guest, I think the first year we did it. So Lizette's been, you know, it's been great to see her um, kind of take off and, and she, you know, she published her book. I think that's been about a year ago now, but that's been, you know, really taken off. So it's been good to see her, you know, she's given a lot to the community, but I think the community is, you know, really enjoying what she's putting out. Cause that's something too, that I think resonates with people is that kind of the remote work and that, you know, it's interesting, even from people I've talked to on, on the Agile Online Summit getting different viewpoints on remote work and that, you know, it's, it's almost a hot topic and you, you sometimes you don't want to get into it because some people have some really strong opinions. So I guess from my vantage point, I, I think it's something that I think we'll probably need to explore more from, from a world because, you know, not every, you know, not everybody wants to work and live in the same area. So it's good to kind of look at that and see different ways that people can, uh, you know, do that. But yeah, she's, it's been good to be on like her podcast and other things to kind of help promote the summit. Right. And the reason I brought that up was because there's a lot that she offers from the online way of working. And of course I've seen a lot and I've heard a lot from you from the online summit perspective that, you know, 
you've been adapting to a lot of these online ways of working. And I was just curious what else might have you guys collaborated on or picked up from, so we spoke about time zones. And of course, I know a lot of the content she brings in from the time zones perspective is really valuable. Uh, so I thought I'd just touch upon that because uh, she's been a very, very value add and I see you guys collaborating already and that's wonderful. Um, let me uh, add another aspect to challenges, right? From the online perspective, uh, online summit perspective. Uh, and in addition to time zone, I'm not sure how does it work with uh, uh, of course, you pre-record a lot of these videos, but do you also do a lot of these live online for people to see and watch at the same time? Or do you do these differently for different time zones? And is that like a recorded session of a speaker? So if you can you know, share a bit of that with us. Sure. So what we do with the summit is essentially we have the videos, we put them out throughout the day. So we do, like you said, we have some pre-recorded and really to, you know, the pre-recording kind of started with the challenge of the time zones. And then two, so for instance, the first year I remember doing it, um, I, I was thinking of trying to do some live, but as you, you know, you, you probably have done this too. You try to, like you putting on a conference, just scheduling people um, is really difficult with people's time demands and travel. Um, you know, like I said, a lot of these people in the agile community, they're very busy, especially the ones that, you know, that, that are the, the big names, you know, they, their time, you know, you're like very small time boxes, you can get them. Um, so that's one of the things why I try to record some of that. And then, so, but on the summit, we'll put things out. We have a schedule. I'm working on it now. Um, if you go to the website, uh, agileonlinesummit.com, you'll see the speakers and the schedule is out there but it's not complete yet because we're working on it. We're trying to get it finalized, but so we'll put things out during the day. Um, and then the content is free for the week. So the general admission, it's free for the week. Uh, if you want to experience it afterwards, you have to upgrade to a VIP membership, but um, it's, it's a pretty small amount, but I think it's one of those things too. I think even having that deadline is helpful for people to think about. Cause I know some conferences. So for instance, there's some that will do like a summit or something like this similar. Well, they'll only put it out for 24 hours. Like they'll put the videos out for Monday. They'll put it out for 24 hours. We put it out for the whole week. Um, but, it, but it gives people an aspect, you know, like you mentioned the time zones, depending on where you are in the world, you can come you can see that and say, Oh, okay, I'll, I'll look at these today. Or, or for instance, you know, we might have so many a day, but you know, a few might be relevant to you. So you watch those or, or, you know, you can read through the uh, descriptions and see what's, what resonates with you or where you're at in your agile journey, because I think that's important to think about, you know, not everybody's in the same place and that's okay. And it's good to have, you know, a wide array of speakers and, and people to come in and kind of look at and see where, you know, maybe where you can take an, a new step. Right. So I'm going to open the floor for questions very soon. But before I do that, I'm going to ask you a couple uh, takeaway questions. I think that should help our audience. And let's uh, take it after with questions. So one of the key uh, takeaways I'd love to hear from you, um, just as a wrap up for our conversation, um, what would you leave an online participant at your online summit uh, with as a key learning or a key takeaway? What can they get by participating at the Agile Online Summit? Well, the one thing I guess I would say is, and this kind of goes with any uh, conference or anything that we do, is really a lot of times we get out of things what we, what we put in. 
So for instance, like I mentioned, you know, for the online summit, we have a Slack channel and we have all these um, different parts, aspects. So there's going to be a lot of different speakers. I think if you're going to come to something like the Agile Online Summit, think about what you, what you need, maybe what, what next step you want to take, and then look at different ways where you can get involved and even to connect with some of those speakers. A lot of the speakers, um, so for instance, I think I mentioned a few of them are authors, so that might be something, you know, and that's one of the things I know a lot of people talk about in the development area of think about how can you invest in yourself? So for instance, you know, you want to get involved, you want to invest in yourself. Maybe it's as simple as, you know, like we have some authors on the summit, pick up a book or, or look for some different way to, you know, get involved and learn a little bit more. Like I mentioned too, the, the coaching programs we have are great ways to enhance what you have. Look at your skill set and think, you know, maybe you're a, a scrum master or a product owner. What skills do you need to work on? Maybe, you, need, you know, there's some things that we have on the summit that might be able to help you or something like your event that you have that might be able to, you know, bring somebody skill level to that next step. So I think that's one of the takeaways I would think if you're going to go to something in any event, you know, whether it be the Agile Online Summit or the Sparking Business Change, where, where you have these different things, think about what what new skill set do I need? What thing can I, you know, take away from this and invest in myself? Right. So for all our listeners, I do want to sum that up with the fact that, yeah, I mean, if we are not able to attend a physical conference, I don't think we should lose heart. We have some really amazing speakers and I've seen your speakers list already. So mm -hmm. um, it's amazing. And I am definitely going to be there online to be a part of the summit. Of course, uh, like I said, Perspectives of Change, we are media sponsors already, and we are really proud to be there for you guys mm -hmm. and help, uh, you know, bring in uh, as much collaboration as we can from across the globe. Um, one other question that I am going to ask you, and that's now for not the participants, but the speakers at the conference. Uh, what would be one key takeaway that you would have for speakers at the Agile Online Summit? So one of the things I think for the speakers to really take away is, is to think about ways they can broaden their audience. So depending on where, you know, maybe you live in a certain area and you've, um, some of these people have, you know, have, have spoken at various conferences, but I think anytime you can do something like this, that's available to so many people to think about new ways they can bring their message to a new audience and a new group. So I think it's a really great you know, sounding board to kind of uh, maybe expand their reach. Brilliant. Thank you very much, Tom, for being on that uh, with us and sharing so much of uh, the perspectives that you bring from the Agile Online Summit with us. I am going to open the floor for questions. And uh, anyone who wishes to ask a question, you're welcome to raise your hand or just shoot out as the first question. Yep, I can see Sandeep. Would you like to ask a question? Yeah. Um, so, Tom, you said um, the. I would like to know the Tom uh, demography of the audience. Uh, you said agile uh, coach and scrum masters, and what what other kind of audience would benefit from this? Because if I want to, um, I would not say sell, but I would want to convince my um, folks, my friends, and all. Um, so definitely I would like to know what are, what is a different demographic other than being coach and scrum masters? 
Yeah, that's, that's a good question, Sandeep, because really the audience, and that's one of the things I've seen as it's grown, I've seen, you know, different communities kind of come to it. And as I've, so this year, I think I mentioned before, so I've been trying to reach out and partner with various meetups. So a lot of communities that are out there and it's really bringing in more of the, you know, the scrum masters. So we kind of started out with a lot of uh, coaches and, and scrum masters, and we're starting to get more into the, you know, where the product owners um, and some of the technical people as well, it's starting to broaden. And so I've seen, you know, as you, and, and that's part of it is, you know, Sandeep, when you put something together like this is really the, the marketing aspect. I have to get this out because, so for instance, like the first year I did this and I would run into people like six months later and they'd say, oh, I wish I would have known about that. Or um, I, you know, connect with people online. They're like, oh, that sounds like a really great event. How can I get involved next year? So it's been one of those things. Um, but I would say the, you know, it's probably, and this is something I need to probably do a better job in my surveys of understanding that, but I would say it's probably about, you know, 30% um, agile coaches, maybe 30% scrum masters. And then the rest, the, you know, the, the remainder the would be a, probably a mix of, you know, product owners and technology people um, because, you know, we'll have people that are on a team and then, you know, from the, the questions I get from people, you know, like I said, this year we've created the Slack channel. So hopefully we'll be able to make it more interactive and uh, be able to get more feedback because that's one of the things too, is I, I, I talk with um, a lot of the speakers, they want more ways to get feedback because, you know, if you, you know, like we're talking here about, a, you know, people have been to a live event, you know, after a speaker speaks, you know, they like that when people come up and they ask them questions afterwards. And that's what I'm trying to kind of help get that for the online summit is so people can get that interaction too, or get that feedback. Or for instance, you know, somebody might come up and say, Oh, Sandeep, I really liked your talk, but I have a question about this. And then that will help you Sandeep, you know, maybe you prepare to talk, you'll know, Oh, this point here, I need to clarify that better. Because when I spoke on that, people were like, what are you talking about? Or oh, I'm unsure about that. So, but yeah, the, the demographics I think is, you know, like I said, is kind of expanding in that world of, product owners and technical people. Um, but, you know, primarily is a lot of, a lot of scrum masters and a lot of agile coaches. Um, and like I mentioned too, I think a lot of people are in maybe those other camps, like maybe they're a scrum master and they're considering becoming an agile coach. Cause that seems like a career change that some people will make too. So as I look at the demographics, I see that, but that's a good point. I need to, I think this year I'll try to do a better job on the, like the survey um, of trying to determine that because that'll help me and help other people who, you know, cause I've had other people ask that question. So it's a good question, Cindy. Thank you for asking that. Any additional questions from anybody else? If no one has, has a question, I have one more. All right, you can go for it. I haven't seen anybody's hand yet, so please go on. Okay. Uh, so Tom, uh, uh, in my um, coaching experience, the, the biggest challenge I face is the middle management. The top management says, okay, let's go the agile way. And then the teams are good, but it's always the middle management, which always, um, I'd say their, uh, their fear of um, the change prevents them from embracing agile. So is that um, anything for them? 
which you are bringing through the summit and the reason why i'm saying this is these are the managers who 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 think they cannot spend two days or something for for a conference uh, whereas they are more uh, into an online summit so i'm just, i'm just trying to trying to put my problem <laughs> into your summit so that <laughs> i can also push some of the middle managers to um, embark on the journey of agile yeah that's that's another good question sandeep so um i wanted to tell you so for instance we have somebody on the summit <clears throat> excuse me that's that talks a little bit about that or actually talks quite a bit about that so um we have jesse fuel on um and he he's big his topic i'm trying to i think it's agile buy-in so he talks about that and i've heard him talk a lot about this what you're talking about sandeep is this these middle managers they feel threatened because really when we 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 create a you know an agile mindset a lot of it is basically threatening their role in the organization so jesse actually um talked about this and and, he, and others have talked about this too but i think this is a really good idea so jesse brought up the the fact that for these middle managers where he's been through some agile transformations that have been successful what he is he has done and others have done as well is to create meetings like uh, kind of like a um, a meetup just for those middle managers in that organization to kind of first educate them but then to hear and, and this is the words he used he says stop selling agile and, and he says this for everybody but including these middle managers and start aligning so so really Sandeep so if you have some middle managers that you're working with and they're maybe resistant is what Jesse would say is to to really ask them questions and dig deeper kind of probing questions like what are is it you know maybe the role is shifting or they feel like they're you know for instance some of them might be tied to their positional authority in the organization so so trying to understand what's behind that and and that's one of the things that Jesse talks about on the summit um, I know there's some others that do that as well um, but I think that's that's a good tidbit that I've learned from people like Jesse, as well as some of the um, other good speakers. Um, because, you know, as you think about it, from their perspective, you know, it's is these middle managers, their world is changing. You're, you're coming in here, Sandeep, you're talking about some things and they're like, whoa, Sandeep, you're changing my world here. A lot of crazy things are happening. So, so you have to kind of keep working with them, have a touch base and, and kind of build to um, really, as you probably know, Sandeep, a lot of change really can be helped with having a good relationship with those people and kind of building that relationship and kind of sharing with those people that, you know, you know, this, this is going to be change for all of us. Um, but you keep built, you know, kind of checking in, maybe it's weekly or every other week with those men and managers. Um, so they understand. And then to, you know, getting their concerns and trying to help them, you know, asking them questions and trying to learn. But yeah, that's one of the things Jesse talks about. Um, and he's, he's a great person too for that he talks a lot about agile transformations in his his topic and it would be really helpful i think for you know somebody in that particular area where that's that's a challenge yep i agree jesse's work is really good i follow a lot of his work it's pretty cool so i'm gonna drop in a question while people think up more questions i have uh, at least a couple uh, handful of uh, offline questions for people who couldn't join in so how soon do you announce the next conference? Uh, this year, I can't make it, it's in October. Uh, that month I'm not available. So how soon do you generally announce your next conference so that I can plan for it next time? 
Yeah, so we announce it usually about, uh, oh, about eight or maybe even 10 months out, I think usually I try to set the date. So I've been trying to do it in the October timeframe every year. Um, like I said, this year we added the call for speakers. One thing I will do probably next year with the call for speakers is I'll probably put it out earlier and I'll probably put it out for a longer period of time. So for instance, we put out the call for speakers. I want to say, is it June or July? Probably July timeframe. And we put it out for what I thought would be long enough. I think we put it out for like two months. I think we put it out through July and August. And then lo and behold, um, after we close it up and I thought I had all the speakers lined up, I get people, I get, I got a lot of these emails. Hey Tom, I just went to your website. Um, the call for speakers, where is that link? I can't find it. So it's one of those things that, you know, I, I need to, and I even said to a lot of these people, sure. You know, if you have something, just email me, I'll, I'll consider it. Um, so, but it's one of those things too, you know, you just got to give people a lot of time, you know, and, and give them a lot of forewarning as, as, as the, our mailing list has grown, it's been helpful too to, to put that out to people and help them know to be able to plan ahead of time. So I would say if anybody who can't make it this year, there is a place on the website to just join our mailing list. Or even for instance, um, if you can't, you know, maybe you're busy that week. If you can't, you could sign up for a general admission ticket and then maybe see if there's a point where you can get to some of those videos during that time. Um, or, or of course too, the VIP is always there. Um, but I, I think it's, it's, well, definitely, you definitely want to be on the mailing list. So we, we'd see as, as we go for next year, you know, when we put out the call for speakers, when we have the registration um, open up so that, you know, it's all there and they'll, they'll see it. Perfect. Thank you for that. Uh, I have another question. I still don't see anyone else wanting to ask a question. So I'm going to go with the next one. Uh, do you have any gamified sessions also, or is it only talks on the Agile Online Summit? So... Uh, would you have any hands-on activities or any gamified sessions that speakers are going to bring or? Yeah. So like I mentioned, so most of the stuff is pre-recorded, but like I mentioned this year, so we're going to bring in the, um, the ask me anything. So those will be kind of more interactive um, and be more hands-on and be involved. I'm trying to think if the, the lean coffee would be more involved too, but I don't know if it, I guess it depends on what you mean by hands-on or, um, gamified. I'm not sure if we have anything that in that regard, but I think some of those will be more interactive. Like I mentioned with the, the, um, the webinar or the ask me anything. So it'll probably be similar to this. It'll probably be a zoom call. Um, and then to the, um, lean coffees will be more interactive. Um, but I guess I don't think we have anything that's hands-on where we're going to be. Um, I mean, we could definitely do something like that, I guess, with the lean coffee. So, um, it's definitely, I guess I, I was just going to add and say, you don't have anything yet on it. You don't know what you're going to have tomorrow. Yes, exactly. That's a thing too. Yeah. Like you mentioned with the lean coffees or even with the ask me anythings, you don't know where that can go. That can go in a, a lot of different ways. So that's something I think, you know, stay tuned, I guess I would say. True. Yep. Uh, because I don't have any more information than that question. So I wouldn't be able to answer what gamified or hands-on would, what would be the perspective of the person asking it. So let me leave it at that. Thank you. And yeah. pause for any more questions. All right. If nothing, then I think we are good to close our call for today.
Uh, I'd like to thank all the participants for joining us and for all our lovely listeners who are going to listen to this video after the call. Uh, and really appreciate your time, Tom. Uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Um, like I said earlier, as Perspectives of Change, we're delighted to be the media sponsors for the Agile Online Summit and really looking to participate in the month of October. And maybe before you sign off from this call, you want to leave our um, audience or our viewers with the message with the dates of when the Agile Online Summit is and where they can find more information. I'd rather you do that than I. Sure, sure, yeah. Really, the best place to go is AgileOnlineSummit.com. We'll have all the information. Like I mentioned, the speakers and schedules getting filled out. We're getting that kind of finalized. Um, and then, too, you'll see it's October 7th through the 11th. Those are the dates. Um, the schedule times are in Eastern Time U.S., so that's, I believe, GMT minus four right now. Um, but like I mentioned, we'll be getting the um, the Google Calendar out, which is helpful, so you can just kind of add that and see where – things are relative to your time zone because that's something I think that's helpful. So, but I think really to just go to the agileonlinesummit.com, sign up at least for a free general admission ticket that will give you the information. We'll be sending that out and then you can get involved in those, you know, those lean coffees or those ask me anything sessions that we're going to have and, and really get involved. And like I said, you get out of it what you put into it. So if you want to, you know, if there's something you want to learn, um, definitely look for that. And two, if there's something you, you don't see, feel free to contact me or, or to reach out to some of the speakers too that are on the summit or after you maybe watch a session. We're going to have in their um, sessions, we'll have information how to get contact with them. Um, for instance, if they have their own company or maybe an email or a Twitter handle. Um, you know, we all, it seems like everybody likes to, you know, ask things in a different manner. Um, like I said, we're going to have our Slack channel open too. So you register for the summit you can get, you know, it will email you the uh, link to join our Slack channel. So get involved there and ask questions. Um, we'll be having the people kind of drop in and answer questions there as there's times come or two when we have our Ask Me Anythings or our, um, Lean Coffee. So definitely head over to AgileOnlineSummit.com and check it out. And thanks for having me on the uh, Perspectives of Change. Having this exchange of information has been good to, to visit with everyone and enjoyed all the good questions. Delighted to have you. So thank you, Tom. And thank you, everyone. Um, see you until next time. See you online.